1: New, new information, please. This is a My Talk Dirt
2: Alert update.
1: Hello there, good afternoon, and uh, welcome. It's the Lori and Julia show on My Talk 107 Watt, everything entertainment. Thank you for joining us. Lori is out today, so we welcome one of the co-hosts of the Weekly Dish. Yes, we do.
2: Stephanie Anson. Stephanie Yes, Ansonist. I was showing here. off my,
1: my so- sweater today that my husband, I was leaving the house, and he said, uh, did you go shopping at Chico's? And I said, no. And why? What's wrong with that? Apparently, that's not a store he favors. Oh. He said, Chico's. that sweater is so ugly, perhaps you could never wear it again. <laughs> Men are something sometimes. Does he criticize
2: your clothes a lot?
1: No, but I... (laughs) Because he buys me clothes, clothes too. So if I, I, like, have something he didn't buy... We were talking
2: about that the other day, about things when husbands or partners, you know, buy
1: their significant other their
2: clothes. Mine has
1: fallen down on the job, apparently, because I'm having to buy things myself, and I'm not doing very well. Listen
2: up, listen up. Is he listening today?
1: No, no. What's wrong with him? He's at home with the anxiety-ridden dog that I gave the... Okay so tell people so last <laughs> night we were DD Oil Drops Where what?
2: were we last night Uh Keg and Case yes the, the market new on West 7th food market and restaurants on West 7th mm-hmm. um in front of the old Schmidt brewery What do you think about this thing so they have all these different mini stores and I know you've talked about it on your show Yeah
1: um there's tons of makers um that are there from Rose Street Patisserie to Sweet Science Ice Cream to Spinning Wild Cotton Candy um, there is Clutch, the brewery, brewery up on the top floor. When it opened, a lot of the restaurants weren't open and now the restaurants are getting open. So we went to In Bloom last night. Also, the revival, um, kind of strictly barbecue, not chicken is open uh-huh. and they've got tap beers there and kind of casual seating. We saw a mac and cheese and a brisket sandwich with homemade pickles that look to die for. Didn't it? Oh, and then, um, What else? Uh, Pimento Kitchen is not open yet, but five-watt coffee is open. So almost everything's open except for Pimento Kitchen.
2: And you, one of the places that we went to was um, an organic um, pet
1: kind of... Yeah, uh, Barclays Bistro, it's called. And they make organic and uh, homemade dog treats. And they had... My dog is 15. And she's been having a lot more anxiety recently, as I think happens to people when they get old.
2: And you moved into a different...
1: Yeah. And our daughter went off to college Mm -hmm. and then my husband's been spending a lot of time at the cabin. So she's never sure kind of who's coming and going. And I think that's been stressful for her. (laughs) So (laughs) my husband told me like a day ago that he needed a break. Like he needed some alone time away from the dog. You know how you used to have to do that when you had kids? Oh, yeah. He was like, I just, I, every time she looks at me, it makes me crabby. When I hear her breathing, it makes me crabby. (laughs) He's like, she follows me around the house. I feel like I'm trapped in the house because if we put her in the kennel for him to like go somewhere, she barks the whole time and then you feel bad. Right. So I was walking by Barclays Bistro and I saw the CBD oil for anxiety ridden dogs.
2: And CBD is
1: the uh, percentage out of the marijuana plant. It's, it's a derivative of marijuana, but it does not contain THC, THC. apparently. Right. And my daughter has had anxiety um, at college, and she's talked about this before. So I was like, oh, okay, it's human grade, which I thought was kind of funny, because maybe that's code for humans can take it. But I bought it. And then I brought it home and I was telling my husband about it, it was $40 for the bottle. Well, right. he promptly took a whole eyedropper full himself.
2: And put it where?
1: He On his tongue? Swallowed it. And <laughs> I was just like,
2: oh my gosh. Well, is it, okay. So it is for humans or dogs. He's, there's not a different I said percentage. it's human
1: grade. He's like, okay. He took a whole eyedropper full. That's hysterical. He said he didn't notice any difference. Right. So I was like, okay. And which is funny because it also was a clue, clue to me that maybe he's having anxiety and he's not telling me about okay, it. Okay, guys right? aren't so good about talking about their feelings. Really? So I thought That's that was fascinating. To me. <laughs> so anyway, this morning I like get it out and I get the dog treat. My dog is super smart. She knows something's on the treat, so she tries to eat around it, but oh. she really likes the treat. Right. So at the very end, she's Did like, "Oh, I guess I'll have to eat this one with the oil on it," and then. We went in the car and went to lunch. And of course, we have to take her because if she barks in the kennel, so she's in the car. Seriously, seriously. It's oh, that yeah. bad. Yeah. Okay. Yep.
2: That is
1: so a she, drag. Normally, when we go in to eat, when we come out, she's in the front seat and she's like, <laughs> she was in the back seat laying down. Oh. I know. It was kind of weird. She I was like, huh. So Maybe we're going to see what it. happens the rest of the day because he's got an appointment later on today. With so the vet? like. Okay. I said, give it to her one more time before you go, like about 20 minutes before. And find out what is too much yeah. to give in 24 hours and everything. Oh, she'll be fine. Yeah. If she's stoned, she's stoned. Okay, there but we go. I'm just, you know, <laughs> it would be like magic just to give her some relief. Wouldn't
2: that be nice? Yeah, Because I, I did not know you guys had to take her everywhere.
1: Either Nikki. that or we put her in the kennel and she will bark till she's hoarse. Okay, that's just... It's sad. She
2: needs this to work. Let's
1: Name the place that had it again. Barkley's Bistro in Keg and Case Market. Off of West Seventh Street in St. Paul. Off of Jefferson. Oh, there you go. We've given you.
2: Okay, but before we get to that, we wanna. We have set up an emergency fund for the victims of Hurricane Michael. I I think everybody has been aware of the outrageous disaster and how fast it came on. I mean, it just felt like, didn't it feel like it happened in like a day? Yeah. It it really did, and then it kept growing and growing, and then watching the newscasters having to take shelter because they stayed down in the area. It was wild. But um you know one thing that's so great about all of our listeners and people at our stations and our advertisers is they always are willing to pitch in and help. So we've set up um via um David at First Equity has um been so generous. He said he would match funds up to $1500. So if people want to donate and it's going to diapers but we don't have enough time to take a di- do a diaper run like we just did no. for the East Coast um and so you can go online to my talk, and we um, are trying to physically get as much money to give people money down there to buy diapers. And um, keyword is diaper at my talk 1071. If you want to go ahead and donate, but it will be matched, um, so which is awesome. We thank David so much and our matching other matching sponsors, which are Metafest Weight Control, Ungerman. Restoration, Amy and Kay from the No Place Like Home team with REMAX results and David at First Equity Mortgage. So that is happening right now. When we come back, stories we can't get enough of. Halloween is right around the corner. What makes you really scared? This would have scared me if I saw this today. We'll be right back. <laughs> All right, gang, thanks for hanging out with us. I don't know about you, but I was driving somewhere at 1105. And I did see a glare on my windshield. Oh, I, yes. And I saw I, it. And I looked up. Yes. Which the sun? Was, there was blue sky. Yes. And there was sunshine just for a second. I think <laughs> it lasted 10 seconds. Yep. I but saw I too. saw it. Darn it. I missed it. And it made me smile. It's going to come soon. Right, Donnie? <laughs> I don't know. No. <laughs>
1: It's really not. Uh, I don't think that's I'm in sorry the forecast. to say. Uh, well, Saturday. No, it says tomorrow. Partly sunny. Yeah. Oh, oh. oh. I hope oh. just. But I saw it today,
2: and I'm just like, "Who? Oh,
1: did the, you see the? the um, did you see like on Facebook or on the news the waves in Duluth? Yes. Yes. At Canal Park. Unbelievable. Crazy. Unbelievable. Crazy, crazy, crazy. They had like V grade Distilling, which is literally right at the end of the bridge they evac- had to evacuate their building because water was like coming into their front door. That
2: was crazy. Yeah, those waves. Crazy town. Weird weather stuff. And, and we just talked about it. We are doing a diaper drive, but in the form of cash um, for the um, victims of Hurricane Michael. And you've seen the devastation. It's, it's horrible. I really, I just think that would be the
1: worst. A hurricane? Yeah. yeah. My aunt and uncle could be lost their beach home. Did they? Yeah. They live in Destin and then they have another house in, in Panama one? City and they, yeah, That's they just, just found terrible. out it's gone.
2: I mean, that just, I just, and just to be underwater. anywho. All right, but to make people, so we're collecting donations, keyword diaper at MyTalk and um, David from First Equity is matching all um all people you can do wherever you want to give the money to out of all the shows it doesn't matter but um, it's I had being the, matched
1: I had the opportunity to sit next to David at the Project Down and Dirty um, the comedy show yes and he it, it you were coming on and he was like There's my girl. Like, he was so excited for you. (laughs) He was real cute.
2: I was so excited. And we're giving away $50 gift cards today, courtesy of the new Charmed reboot, premiering this Sunday, October 14th on the CW Twin Cities. It's a new night of Super TV with Supergirl and all the new Charmed. All the Charmed.
1: Can Lori take one more night of Super TV? No, can the, I just tell you Super Channel? Can
2: I tell you I watched it last night. She, I watched All American last night, the new football drama, high school drama. Oh, is this like Friday Night Lights? Yes, oh, I'm gonna love it. Okay, it is. Is it on the CW? Yes, Lori's favorite channel. It premiered last night. It was so. It was You're right exactly, after. Huh? Um, oh, the Riverdale. Uh-huh. It's so good. Okay. I had to okay. watch it last night. I was super and excited. And it's called All American. Yeah. yeah. Are you
1: watching Dancing Queen? No. Okay, this is on Netflix, and there's only eight episodes, and it is about a guy who was in RuPaul's Drag Race, who in his real life owns a dance studio in Mercury, Florida. Oh, I know where that is. Fantastic. (laughs) Or no, Mercury, Texas. Oh, Um, but there is some place. Mesquite, Texas. Sorry, it's Mesquite, Texas. Okay. So he's in this like southern town with this like dance studio. And it's sort of like part Abby Lee Miller but it's positive cuz you right. know how she was always was so mean. Yep. Yeah. He's very positive and very like body about himself and his journey as a drag person and then they show the makeup and every time they show him in drag cuz it's kind of like his alter ego mm-hmm. there's like something in front of the camera like vaseline on the lens or something where he looks like a Instagram filter oh really that's really cool soft filter yeah it's weird like you know how when you do the instagram with like the bunny ears and your face looks so much yeah so perfect it's like that but it's a great it's a really interesting show dancing queens we're writing that one down he married two of his gay man friends that do the costumes for him julia their cowboy costumes were fantastic (laughs) like one was okay. pink, one was blue, so like sparkled, you know, fringe bows, like just pink purple hair, these um just bedazzled hats. It was I love just it. it was spectacular, just fun candy TV. I love it. And fun and yeah. like kind. Oh, I love it. Yeah. But you gotta check out all American. I was dying. Okay. It was so good. I love Friday Night Lights too. Oh,
2: same. Okay. So here's the deal. So Joaquin Phoenix is playing the Joker in the new movie that is being done, telling the backstory about the Joker. Um, if you remember Heath Ledger's Ledger's Heath Ledger's Joker in Dark Knight, mm-hmm. which was what I thought was one of the best and the Batman scariest,
1: movies. and saddest, and tragicest. Yes,
2: Ooh. but but how scary he looked as a Joker! Yes, imagine being in a subway station in New York City today and running into that.
1: <laughs> no thank you I, I well, would, except in New York they probably just waved it's no, just like well, another they're filming they're starting to film the movie and
2: stuff but I would just be like ah so I started thinking you know Halloween's right around the corner um, we have some time but it, people have been asking me what are you dressing up as what are you doing and I'm like "I." what is
1: Lori going to make you dress up as Nothing. That's the we,
2: we used to have to do it for work but we're past we used to have Halloween parties at work which were very fun but we're kind of have worn that one out. But I'm thinking, what scares people? What scares you the most? The oddest thing, I know what scares you.
1: Really? Mm-hmm. Clowns. Oh, <laughs> Clowns? Oh, she is. No kidding. She, I don't like clowns. You've oh, had that right. since, common, I've
2: actually. known you since the
1: late 80s. Oh, Stephanie, oh, yeah, you've been afraid of the like clowns. clowns. I think in Ooh. that book, Stephen King, it just yep. cemented it for me. Like, yep, nope, clowns <laughs> Would you bad. see the movie, uh, It? Uh, I haven't. But it comes up on my Netflix, and I'm intrigued. <laughs> okay. But I need to be, like, probably alone, just, like, in a space where I have the courage. But probably, because I liked the book. Oh, yes. Mm. And the ish. Stephen Curry, the TV show one, oh, with those just yellowy fangs. Ish. Tim Curry. Tim, Tim Curry. Yeah. Stephen's I call him brother. Stephen Curry?
2: Yeah. <laughs> Donnie, what scares you besides working with Lori and I every day? Well, that was that's the first g- thing that came well, to that's mind. that's a given. You know, I mean, what scares, I mean. There are I,
1: certain sounds that scare me.
2: Like loud? No. Like what?
1: Okay. Uh, just thinking about it gives me the chills. When
2: someone rubs a balloon. Oh,
1: oh the I squeaky. I can't, I can't, don't, no, don't the even. Oh, the tea. I uh, wonder what. Uh, I just can't deal with it. Oh, you know, what was scary that happened here once. And it has, I think about it every time I sit down on the toilet here. One time, someone (laughs) at our, at our garbage or our, someone had some big poop next to no. No, someone (laughs) at our bathroom that we use every day Uh at the radio station, someone went to go sit down and was pulling down their pants and she's just about to sit on the toilet. And all oh, there was a, rat, a rat that came out. Oh, God. on the inside um, of the toilet bowl, like up on the side. Wow. And so Don't, she didn't see it a until rat. she was literally just <gasps> about to sit down on top of it. Jeez. What would have happened? would have If friend, she'd it. have sat down <gasps> and you're down there and the rat's trying to get out of Jump. the toilet bowl. <laughs> but your legs, like, you, I mean. There's no room when your butt's no, on. No. Like, I mean, what? How weak? What wouldn't have been touching? <laughs> like, so. Still, when I, I go to I the bath, yeah, when I go to the bathroom here, don't you always look in? Oh yeah, always. yeah, like I always. But examine I forgot that this bowl. story. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my> gosh, <laughs> so a rat in the toilet is pretty oh, scary. Uh, yeah, yeah, don't you
2: right. think? Yes, yeah. I'm trying to think of other. I I don't like seeing big animals like the bear. I was almost up on my deck this summer. Oh, that, that was oh, kind of that was are, good and scary. That's, that's the
1: be bears scary. are fun to see, but not when they're I'm on your property. I'm scared right now of our weather cycle. <laughs> Well, I mean, better. global See, warming is scary. That can create catastrophic thinking. No I mean, this yeah. is good. No I don't sun, like this hurricanes, 50 foot waves in Duluth, coral Traffic. reef being decimated. Traffic. How about Traffic. like scratching noises? Like, if like I, I stay at my sister's house sometimes and take care of her kids, and they have some like little thing, decoration outside that makes like these scratching noises. Oh, oh. Or they also have a hamster. That gets on the wheel at night, and it's like these squeaking noises, but you, I forget that they have the hamster, so it's right. like, oh, what is that noise? Like, just those weird noises mm-hmm. where you know there's something, and you have to go investigate. You have to go investigate. Or, remember, um, I don't even remember what this was, The sh- the light, like what was in the dark when you turned on the light, and there was that weird little shamrock guy. It was a viral video that went around and then they made a movie out of it. Do you know what I'm talking about? No, like leprechaun? Was that the movie? No, someone no. will know this and tweet me at Stephanie's okay. Dish where it was <laughs> well, like a girl us, and, she and she was in an apartment alone her. and she gets over by the, the light switch and she flicks the light on and there's like a scary little leprechaun. And they made like, it's like, are you afraid of the dark or something like that? It wasn't the Baba Duke, was it? No. No. I'll oh know when gosh. someone tells me. It's the at Stephanie's Dish. God, I don't know. On Twitter, that's the easiest way. All right,
2: fine. But it was scary. Well, the other thing I was thinking of is, like, um, I have a skylight that I need to get switched out, but I'm waiting for the roofing people to fix all of our roofers, and I'm in a townhouse community. That's what I'm going to call it. My oh, townhouse which means community,
1: you're on a list.
2: Which means I'm at Shakespeare in the Park. That's what I call it. And <laughs> <laughs> the wind started howling last night. And I'm like, oh, here we go again. I have to listen to, you know, scratching with the branches because the, it, and just stuff was moving. And it's like, it's just kind of been so dark. You kind of get scared in this weather. Yeah. Halloween, are you going to dress up? No.
1: I did last year. I went as a uh, 1990s Madonna. I worked with Arc Valley Village and uh-huh. they helped me with a costume and we did a video. And we went to um, Jake Rude's Transmission, the 80s show. Oh, yeah. That was a blast.
2: Oh, that's a good idea.
1: To go dancing. Mm -hmm. It's crowded, though, so get there early, but it's super fun, and they play, like, thriller and Halloween scary music the whole night.
2: Totally fun. All right, so coming up, we have Mindy... Mahia, and she is Twin City Zone, and she's going to be coming on with her latest um, thriller, Without a Trace, or Leave No Trace. So let's give her the right title, please. Leave No Trace, and it's all set in northern Minnesota. It's a great book, and I finished it, so I can converse. Now, a trend has emerged.
1: This is the My Talk Now trending report. What's
2: happening right now? now?
1: Trending online this afternoon would be all
0: the following. Kanye West, Oval Office, Jim Brown, Superman. That has to do with Kanye West visiting the White House this afternoon and having lunch with the president. Also trending online this afternoon, it is National Coming Out Day. Also today is Day of the Girl. And continuing to trend would be the rumor that Dakota Johnson, is she pregnant with Chris Martin? Are they having a child together? Well, no, it seems that is not the case. Also trending online this afternoon. Afternoon would be uh, Ronda Rousey. Uh, she is getting into a fight with some people over at the WWE. You know, because that's what they do over there, professional wrestling. And also turning online this afternoon, the Little Mermaid. There are rumors that Lady Gaga might play the villain Ursula in a live-action reboot of the Little Mermaid.
2: Dragons for giving us that song that we're naturals. We're naturally fabulous today. And who's really fabulous is Mindy me, Mia, if I'm pronouncing it right. And her latest book is um, Leave No Trace. And you are an internationally acclaimed author. And you went to the University of Minnesota. You got your MFA at Hamlin. You've been to the Iowa workshops. I mean, but you're a Minnesota born and bred. And your book, the last book we had you almost was for everything you want me to be. Which was so fantastic, and the latest one, Leave No Trace, the thriller, it's <laughs> so good. So welcome, and thanks for she's Minnie's in studio, Donnie. This is so know, nice. Thank you same. for having me. It's Absolutely. such a pleasure to be back. It's awesome. So this book, give everybody the setup, and I just I told everybody I I read it, but I read it through online. I mean, you know, my my download through um, Audible. Oh, yes, yes. So I mm-hmm. listen to you. And, okay. And listening to a book makes you walk farther, makes you want to do things. <laughs> Train for a
1: marathon. Uh, for,
2: makes you not want to do things. I mean, and I'm like, I got to get more hours in. And so it was just, it's really kind of a fun way. So whoever um, read your book, they did a really nice job. Good. Oh,
0: glad. I'll, I'll pass that back. Because
2: yeah, she's good. All right. So tell everyone what the setup is. Of Leave No Trace. Sure, sure. So um, 10 years ago,
0: a man and his son go camping in the Boundary Waters and disappear. Their campsite is found ravaged by what looks like a bear. They're put on the missing persons list and presumed dead until a decade later when the son emerged. He's found violent, uncommunicative. He's ransacking an outfitter store. Uh, the authorities bring him to a psychiatric facility in Duluth, where he meets our point-of-view character, Maya Stark. Uh, Maya is an assistant speech therapist on staff, and she's charged with making a connection with this boy who's come back from the dead. Oh. But, um, and, oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. It's okay. story. <laughs> uh, Maya, though, whose own mother abandoned her, has secrets, too. And as she is drawn closer to this enigmatic boy who's no longer a boy, uh, she becomes willing to risk
2: everything to help him find the father who's disappeared from the known world. It's it's so good. Hmm. And there's so many twists and turns in it that you wouldn't expect. And um, I it's really fun reading about a book from, and, you know, it's set in Duluth, it's set in the Bonywriters. Yeah. Um, Stephanie has a place on Burnside Lake. Oh, fantastic. And yeah. so it's just really fun Um. You know, reading about stuff in your area that you're familiar with. But the story, you don't want to put it down. You really don't. I mean, I didn't want to put down my headset. It, it, you kept walking. I'm I glad you got walking. a couple extra miles No, in. I yeah. did. I kept walking. I mean, that's kind of how I do it because there's just, we read a lot of books. But it's so good. What is, you know, how did you come up with this plot? Because are you an outdoors person at all
0: or? You know, I'm not a camper. Um, I like a mattress underneath me when I'm sleeping. Same, like like, a hot shower in the morning. You know, I think it's kind of a rite of passage for a lot of Minnesotans that like we get sent up to the Boundary Waters when we're like 12 or 13. Like our parents just shove us out of the house. Did you go to camp with you? No, but a lot of my friends did, and so I had heard about it from them. Um, But when I when I sat down to write this book, I was like, well, I have to go. You know, so I went to the Boundary Waters last year for the first time in the summer. And in the summer, it was August, and it was a amazing have you been oh yeah yeah i just oh, yeah. i fell in love with it it's-
2: her daughter's a camp counselor up there yeah. oh really yeah, yeah.
1: you walk in, just lived there yeah. the whole summer i went yeah. there
2: twice back in the day but you're you're the woman who reads your book calls it a portage oh instead of portaging (laughs) and i kept thinking have i said portaging wrong all these years or is it portage it's
0: portaging i know it is and so i'm like but she says portage and i'm like is there a french meaning there is i've heard that she also separates the boundary waters into kind of two words when it's really one term yeah Yeah. (laughs) so those are
2: just some minnesota little things that you'd pick up you know that's kind of funny yeah you don't know unless you live here okay so here you are you're going to write a book did you already have the idea to write the book about the Barney Watters?
0: No, actually, I read a story. This was back in 2013. I was uh, reading a story on NPR about um, the Hovan family of Vietnam, which I put a tiny little bit of in the book. Maya comes across this family when she's doing her research. Um, but it's it's a story of a man who in 1972, Ho Van Tan was living in a village in Vietnam during the war and an explosion killed most of his family. This is a true story. So he he scoops up his infant son Lang and they ran into the jungle and they never came back. I mean, they lived in the jungles of Vietnam for 40 years with no contact with any human society. And I was just mesmerized by that, you know? And I was like, could that happen here? Mm Because, you know, as a Minnesotan, I'm, you know, I'm like, well, could it happen here? And the first place that came to mind was the Boundary Waters.
2: And Uh that is a cool story. If you're just joining us, we're with Mindy Mia. Miha, yeah, Mihia for crying out loud, Mindy. <laughs> I have such a hard time with names. Leave No Trace. It's so good, um, and I love that. That was the story that prompted the idea for that because that is a wild story. It's yeah, it it really is.
0: Um, there's another story, a more famous case, also the Lykovs of Russia and Siberia. That's in the book. The Lykov too. family in the 1930s that they were suffering under religious persecution in the Bolshevik era and um fled into the taiga. You know, this endless subarctic forest that swallows entire armies. And, and they lived there for the rest of their lives. And so these stories of, like, families escaping into the wilderness really struck me. You know, they're stories of sacrifice and of love. And so that becomes the central mystery of the book. You know, what was it that that galvanized the Blackthorns that made them feel like they had to disappear?
2: Oh, my gosh. It's so good. 78, 78. I'm going to read it. She's I got, got it. The book. She's got the book. It's so good. I mean... Best New Book picked by People, Best New Mystery by Wall Street Journal. I mean, you really have some big, big people. And Kirkus Review and everybody else. And just what a great book. And congrats to you.
1: Thank do you, have, you. Do you have like friends in your neighborhood, like you're a Minnesota person, that read it for like their book club? I, I have had some,
0: yeah, I've been invited to book clubs for both my last book, I, Everything You Want Me To Be, as well as this one, Leave No Trace. And it's always so much fun going to the book clubs. I mean, the book tour events are great, but as a thriller writer, you have to be worried about spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you I don't give, You don't want to sure. give too much away. But when you go visit the book clubs, I mean, you can just talk about the book freely. And they have wine.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, well, and and yes they, they do. do. And if they yes. can stay on focus. <laughs> what have been some of the, um, I mean, the Condon, the Condon, the um, Condon, psychological facility that you have that you're using. And I love the speech therapist. I mean, it was just kind of interesting who to trust, who's real in it. And then her father, I mean, and you talk about, you know, her dad's a tugboat operator on Lake Superior. It really, it really is a great book.
1: It's fast. And it sounds like it has a lot of fun uh, local references that It really can... is.
0: It does, yeah. It's it's uh, it's all about northern Minnesota. My my last one was set
2: in southern Minnesota. Mm-hmm. This one's northern Minnesota. And you're working on one right now. Where's that one? Twin the, Cities? Twin Cities? Oh, <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. And always psychological thrillers. Is that gonna, your genre? I
0: really like the thriller genre because it's so broad. You yeah. know, you can do so much with it. And it really, it just needs to have that page-turning quality, that need to know what happens next. Right. You know, which is what
1: I love in a book. Um, so that's what I love to write. Can I, I think, ask, how many times do you rewrite a book?
0: Oh, it depends. Um, this one, Leave No Trace, I had two, I had one complete draft that I basically had to throw out, started it again, and then had to reboot it halfway through. So this one was probably like a good three, four drafts. Wow. Can you imagine? Yeah.
1: <laughs> My husband's a writer and in like one book he has rewritten, I swear to God, 12 times.
0: Yeah. I mean, sometimes it's just the nature of the book. Yeah. Yeah. And do you work from an outline though first? No, so okay. Writers, so I've heard
2: different things from yes, everybody.
0: Yeah, we we come in two categories. There's the plotters and the And <laughs>
2: The plotters plot; they okay. outline it advance. Yeah.
0: They're very meticulous, and the pantsers right by the seat of their pants.
2: And I never have heard the pantsers. I've never heard that
0: term before. I'm a failed plotter. I'm a pantser by nature. Okay. Um, th- that first draft is a very natural, exploratory process for me. And-, and I find it difficult to outline without really getting to know my characters on the page first.
2: That's amazing. Okay, so and
0: do you type it all or do you handwrite? Mostly type, but I always have a notebook with me. Okay, because you, know? you never know when you're going to be waiting for the kids at Taekwondo. You know, right. you and you get a new idea, jot or some something. things down. Yeah, you yep. know,
1: you know what you don't think about too in like a book like yours, a thriller, the continuity issues, like. Making sure that the continuity all the way through of the plot makes sense and that you're not moving something along forward or giving some detail before you want to give it.
0: Exactly. Yeah. You really want to pay attention to those rising stakes, you know, that you're not giving away too much too soon, yeah. but enough to keep the reader engaged and, and hooked. So, yeah. What,
2: what got you into reading? How did you get your passion for reading? What books?
0: Uh, okay. Well, my mom read to me like every night when I was a kid. So we read like all the classes. We read Anne of Green Gables. We read Little House on the Prairie. Mm-hmm. You know, all of those books are, are what I grew up with. Um, my first um, exposure to like thrillers was Lois Duncan in uh, like the middle grade um, young adults. Um, and that she had wrote like paranormal thrillers. Okay. And I was just like, yes. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. I, I I couldn't get enough of her, and uh, and like Nancy Drew, those yeah. kind
1: of
2: mysteries. You know, um, Encyclopedia
1: Brown. And yes. loved those. Yes. Yeah,
2: yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, how fun! All right, now you were going to recommend um, a really great series because you asked me where. You tell tell everyone about that.
0: Yeah, so I don't I don't know if you've done this for your book club yet, but I would highly recommend it for for you too. It's the uh, the Detective by Day mystery series by Kelly Garrett. I've just it, she's only had the first two books out. The first one is called Hollywood Homicide. The second one is Hollywood Ending, which just came out in August. Daddy, do you, are you familiar with those I, at all? I am
1: not familiar with those. Can and you I, just look I, into I love it? detective stories. I know.
0: Too. They're fantastic. she's it's so funny. And it's, she's in Minnesota. Author. no she, uh, she's oh. not from Minnesota, okay. but um they're set in LA so it's an actress turned amateur sleuth. okay. Um it's this very strong group of female friends, high fashion, hilarious. it's they're they're so fun right I, up know, your alley. I know you oh, guys I would love, love yeah, I
2: love it Detective by Day R. we will look into it. The book is Leave no Trace by Mindy Mia Miha'a and <laughs> <laughs> Miha. <Mi-ha-ha-ha-ha. laughs> <My here. laughs> Mahia, not to be confused with mini, haha. I mean, honest beat. <laughs> it's interchangeable. Yeah. Do people do this on other
1: places that you go? I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out a they real do,
2: like professionals. Do. Yeah. No, my All husband
0: right. warned me when I married him. He's like, no one's going to get it right. <laughs> no? Okay. So, 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 yeah. I. So I he's, well,
2: yeah. he's well aware. So yes. you're used to that. Oh, gosh. It's so fun. And and so, is your next one going to be a thriller? Can you tease us a little bit about it, Mindy? So, the next one is a thriller.
0: Like I said, I've come home to the Twin Cities for my next uh-huh. one. Um, It's about a forensic accountant who oh. chases $10 million that's gone missing from an elite kickboxing gym. Oh, and fantastic! She becomes embroiled in like the toxic marriage between the two powerful owners of the gym. Mm.
2: Very interesting. Now, do you know these people in real life? No, fiction. <laughs> it's fiction. Yeah. Is there people out there that we need to know about? I know. We've got three copies of the book um, for our listeners 651 641 1071. Thank you so, so much. Thank you for what having a treat. me. What a treat. And the last great book you read was it Detective by Day or do you have another book? That one is fantastic. Um, I would also recommend
0: Last Woman Standing. I got to read an advanced copy. It's coming out in January by Amy Gentry. Selma and Louise meets Fight Club. Oh, oh it's that's fantastic! Oh.
2: Okay, yeah. What's the name yes. of the author again? Amy Gentry. Okay, we're writing it down. Thank you, honey. Perfect. What a nice treat. Thank you so much. Your book was great. Great, thank you. Great, great, great. All right. When we come back, we are going. Oh, 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 oh. Someone. Oh, just it's a chef surprise. Oh, oh, oh. oh <laughs> one of those. We'll carry <laughs> it will be right back. Well, I hope you did anyway. Um, that was just such a fun chat with Mindy about her book, Leave No Trace. It's really fun. It's so fun to read about Minnesota. Donnie, are the books all gone?
0: Zippo, none Zippo, left. Zippo, zero. Yeah, it's all gone.
2: Um, it's a great book. It's a fast, fast, fast one. Um, say, why don't we, um, well, maybe we won't do it right now, but coming up uh, early next hour, we are um, giving away the $50 gift card courtesy of the new Charmed Reboot that's going to be happening this Sunday on the CW. What is CW? the gift card, too? Visa.
1: Oh, just like you a flat-out cash, cash
2: situation. Cash situation. Cash money, homie. you
1: want to do, people. If you have 50 Visa dollars, what would you do with it today? Right now? Yeah.
2: How <laughs> pathetic is that? Fifty bucks. So Come on. I've, right now I'd want to buy some great lipstick.
1: I was gonna say some makeup some Chanel too. Okay. or something. I'd buy more makeup. I have so much makeup. I know, but that's like is is that your go-to makeup? Because mine is food. Mine's and then makeup. it's and then it's bags. And mm-hmm. then it's shoes and then it's makeup.
2: Oh, just stupid. I love makeup. Okay, so here's a little dilemma. So I'm hosting a shower <gasps> for um Lori's bonus daughter. My niece is getting married and okay. I'm hosting a brunch. For her, and so I was hoping, like, you know how you Are you doing the
1: poppy seed cake?
2: Now I am. (laughs) That's the shower cake that everybody has to have. Okay, now wait, tell... Okay, I totally forgot. Yeah, you know the cake, right? Because I'm having kind of a brunch and luncheon. Yep. Okay,
1: so the poppy seed cake... And I have the recipe if you need it. It is white cake with poppy seeds, and then you make, like, this... Curd. vanilla custard
2: it's so i haven't made the it poppy the top, seed cake and then in you years. top
1: it with whipped cream it's amazing
2: it's down this if people want this
1: um recipe yeah, just 70, send them to me i'll, I'll get it for 70, them. To give them stephanie at com. Oh. send me an email send me a facebook okay, send me that, something i'll get I it to you i
2: forgot how to die for it's that the cake perfect cake
1: for a wedding shower too or a baby shower it's like a midday cake
2: all right what else should i have around it
1: um soup and salads Okay. So you just have so like no three soups. Three soups. Three. Okay. So no, and like two or three salads. All
2: right. So don't do breakfast food at noon. It's no, at noon. it's hard. Yeah, I, I think
1: breakfast, breakfast food, food is hard to, hard to make for a big crowd. I, all right. unless you're gonna do like big egg bakes. bakes. Egg bakes. I'm not
2: gonna do that. I'd rather do this. I'd rather have food like lunch and food.
1: Then you just have a couple crock pots of soup and all right. a couple salads, and salads. And what kind of soup. Well, you could have, like, squash soup, one was, vegetarian. Right, I was going to okay. do
2: carrot. Okay, or carrot, s- ginger yes. soup, perfect. Yes. And then maybe have,
1: like, something heartier, like, uh, chicken chili or Ooh. a white bean. Or yeah, white bean chili, okay. Right. White bean
2: chili, white yeah. chili. Yeah,
1: something with chicken, yes. maybe, in okay. case people don't eat beef. Right. And, and then, then you get some breads. Yep. So you go to, like, your favorite bakery and get some nice breads. And oh. then you just have, like, one salad with apples and cherries and nuts and then I'm another done. salad that this might be it should be, be your like, side business stuff. Well, it oh, is. It is. <laughs> it is
2: her side business. I mean, if you listen to the show, this is what okay. we do. We tell people no, what I mean, to show, do. Shower
1: specifically. No, this showers. is
2: such a great one because I was just kind of figuring out how am I going to, you know, I don't I don't want I noon is too late eat breakfast for me
1: well and you can make the like soups, soups all ahead of time yeah and I just get you're heating them up on your crock right. uh the chili you can make overnight right the salads you can have all ready to go and then just dress them before right. people come i love this and all you have to do is then just cut the cake okay that is so perfect and you need a signature cocktail so you need like maybe like a mimosa bar so, oh you'd gosh. have like non alcoholic <laughs> sparkling, then you'd have your sparkling wines, okay. then you'd have like three juices and maybe like some raspberries or some syrups. There's, I can help you with the mimosa okay. <laughs> It's
2: getting more and more involved. No, it's oh, not really. You're just it really is, up. It's okay. assembly. Right. It's just assembly and it's presentation. Yeah, totally. At this
1: point. And you can have like little skewers, like, You could have like little wedding skewers, like something simple, but that's festive.
2: Okay. So what is, what is, all right. So this would be a good question for everybody. What's your favorite game to play at a wedding shower? Six, five, one, six, four, one, one, oh, seven, one. I mean,
1: what do you, is it the candy bar and the poopy diaper? No, I'm not
2: going to play that. That's a baby shower. That one makes me laugh. That's a baby shower. Okay. This is wedding shower. It's a wedding shower.
1: I think where you get the questions from the man. Right. Of, like, what's his favorite stuff? I couldn't believe how bad I did on that with my own spouse, who right. I had lived with for like seven years.
2: I remember this. Yeah. Kinda I like knew the you. That.
1: Wed game where you're yeah. To yeah. Know like, the about. questions from the hostess yeah, talks right. to the groom to Got be it. like, what's his favorite chip? Okay. What's his favorite like and thing then, to eat during a football game? I'm always, of course, going to the food. I, well,
2: <laughs> what's his favorite food to eat when he's hungover? What's yeah. his favorite food to eat? What's the first eat? thing
1: he does in the morning? Okay. Unless you don't want to ask in front of the mother-in-law, because maybe, Yep. you know, sometimes things happen in the morning and you have to roll oh over. Oh my gosh. Okay. Them. So this
2: is so good. We've got a lot of callers, Donnie. People like the games. Oh, yeah. I know. I'm thinking, all right, let's play the games. All right. We're going to talk to Alex. Alex, you're on MyTalk 1071. How are you today? I'm great. How are you, ladies? Uh, fantastic. Enjoying this fantastic weather in Minnesota. <laughs> 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 okay so what game do you like to play in a shower okay so it's essentially the game that you just described however the way that the delivery was they video recorded the husband so it was, almost, it was much more interactive with oh. everyone than just like reading the answer okay so it was you know ask the questions and then everybody and the, everybody writes down what they think uh-huh. Not just the bride. Okay. And yeah, so, that's right. And then, okay. Yeah, and so then everybody, like whoever has the most
1: points wins, and it was fun to see like the husband's actual—that's cute—his reaction. Yeah, I that's like it. a
2: really good. I could Facetime and record it yeah. or something. Yeah. Yep. Oh, that's a really cute idea. All right, thank you, Alex. I yes. like that. I like that. Um, here's Auntie
1: Annie. Uh, yeah, no, Annie, no. Annie. It says
2: Annie. Annie, I can't see right now.
1: <laughs> Hi, oh. Annie. Hey, honey. Hi honey. Okay, I've got a really good
2: game that's good when they're passing gifts or opening up to all the gifts. Okay. Uh, just get, like, a cup of white rice and the little gold
1: pins and put it on a tray and then have them pass it and do it one at a time. And they close their eyes, stick their hand in that rice, and try to pick up those little gold pins for, like, 30 seconds. And then whoever's got the most pins at the end of the game. That are at the end of the round end, so you can like pass it as they're opening up the presents. Okay, so the okay. people can stay involved; and they don't get like tired of watching all the
2: gift wrapping and stuff. I, I you're <laughs> a gal that's been to many showers. Oh my god, I've hosted a hundred, got <laughs> hundred of these games. That's, a good, that's so, a good. So you're talking it really like. Keeps everybody busy, right? You're talking like safety pins. Yeah, the really with really, the little tiny gold ones. Oh and yeah, just plain white rice. Put it on a tray, and okay. then they
1: have the a girl pass it. As you go along, and like close your eyes like 30 seconds, and then you remix it. In. And sometimes they give us a lot of gifts that think can go around twice, you know. So, <laughs> Okay,
2: what, what's the favorite pre- gift like when people win the prizes? What's, what do people like the best? Um, you know what? always give away booze or uh, MGM gift cards. Everybody loves them. <laughs> All right, perfect. I there like she is. Annie knows how to roll here. Thanks, honey, for helping us. Thanks, everybody else. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back... All right, I know you're going to be so good at this game, I'm afraid that I'm going to lose again. But people, (laughs) beware. We'll be right back. This is Laurie and Julie on My Talk 107.1.